Classified Operation Report After the commotion of a truck being thrown at the ranger station, Albert Pittman attempts to calm the backpacker's nerves. Arthur Klein applies his medical expertise to keep Doug Kena from bleeding out with Ranger Bishop's assistance. The agents inform Bishop about the possible unnatural occurrences here and seek to employ his help as a friendly. While devising a plan to defend themselves against the Tall Ones, the group is distracted by a commotion from upstairs. Klein investigates the commotion while Ranger Bishop and Pittman head outside to get Doug's keys from the toppled truck. Agent Klein discovers that Mike West has been thrown from the window outside to his death. Aaron Richardson explains that Brandon did it while Mike confronted the boy. Brandon, however, doesn't recall the altercation. Meanwhile, Bishop and Pittman make their way outside in the downpour to search the truck for the keys to the armory. Bishop attempts to smash the windshield with his boot and gets his leg stuck just as Pittman takes notice of the approaching Tall One in the darkness. Bishop barely gets loose, but as they try to make a run for it, the Tall One shoves the toppled truck along with a cascade of mud over Bishop. Pittman is left to face the Tall One alone, but Klein makes his way outside just in time to witness the quarrel. Klein attempts to shoot the creature, but misses as it advances on him. Before it can rear back to land a blow, the Tall One levitates off the ground, its neck snaps, and it's tossed into the darkness. Klein and Pittman see Brandon standing outside as he collapses. Pittman locates the supplies they were searching for, and also the broken body of Ranger Bishop, who is still holding on to life. The agents retreat with Brandon and Bishop back into the Ranger Station, just as they witness three other Tall Ones emerge from the tree line in the darkness. Welcome back, everyone. This is Everything Zamimic Delta Green Edition, and we're in session four now. Uh, hopefully, the final session, but we, I think we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Delta Green Operation Fulminant. I've got uh, three delicious bodies here. Why don't you guys tell me your names and your characters, please? My name is Ryan Bennett, and I am playing Arthur Klein. Uh, my name is Andy, and I am playing Albert Pittman. My name is Ryan D, and I play Bo Bishop. Arthur Klein, Albert Pittman, and Bo Bishop. More like Bo Broken Leg Bishop, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for real, though. Yeah. Um, you want your last HP. Yeah, no, I am I am in danger. That's all right. I'm a doctor. Perfect. I, I actually i am having a hard time remembering exactly what happened last session. Except for the fact that you got fucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Albert Pittman, too. Uh, he got less fucked. He got less fucked, but you still got hurt. Um, Actually, he didn't take any hit point damage. He almost did. But remember, there was the thing that was about to hit him, and he managed... Or then uh, Arthur shot at it, and it distracted it. Right. Wait, did you hit? Huh? Did you hit? I never actually shot at it. It was. Uh, oh, that's Arthur, right. Yeah. I took a shot at it, uh, but you know, pursuant to that, I get to level up some skill. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, Arthur Klein took a shot at this tall, pale figure that just uh, rammed into a truck, buried Bo Bishop, nearly killing Albert Pittman, and then you guys killed it. Yeah. Well, With yay! the power of friendship, its body lifted off the ground. Its neck snapped, and it got tossed into the woods. That's what friendship wow. usually does. The power of friendship. When I say into the woods, that's a far. It got hurled like a fucking football. 
Yeah, that's over the mountains. Um, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Rico <laughs> style. Damn. Yeah. Weird things are happening. It's Delta Green, guys. It's Delta Green. There are no coincidences. Weird things happen. Yep. Albert believes that. <laughs> so, thoughts? If anything to add? Anything crazy you want to say before we upgrade those gnarly skills? I sometimes fantasize about being a car. <laughs> so, that's my line. <laughs> There's a radio in my fingernail. <laughs> I'm a tree wizard. <laughs> uh, so, one thing, really quick. I did get a rule wrong last week. Mm-hmm. So, when when Bo went down and got that permanent injury, it can be from any stat determined by the, the handler, not just strength or con. So... Did we use we used con though, right? Uh, I believe we did. Yes, I think, did. I think that makes sense. Yep, lowered yeah. his lowered his HP threshold. You know. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Also, something I want to say is, I feel like I was making you guys roll a lot of things that you shouldn't be rolling. And I think we maybe discussed this last time too. So I want to get what you guys are really good at. And I think for Arthur, it's medicine. Is there anything else that you're really good at? Um, I, I think he's really good at medicine, being that that is what he does yeah. for a living. Um, but other than that, I mean, like, I think he's uh, persuasive and uh, and he's, he's middling at, at shooting, but, you know, about to get a little better. Okay. I want to give you some of those things instead of making you roll for them, unless it re- there's huge consequences to a fail. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, Albert Pittman... I'm not going to make you... I think I've made you roll alertness way too many times when you should have just picked up on it. Yeah. So I think you would be the one to notice. You know, you might not see it outright, but yeah. you, you would know... You'd have an inkling that something's there. Gotcha, okay. Or, or overhear, like, a conversation or something like that. Yeah. What about Bishop? Uh, so wh- when you're saying really good at, are we talking... 80s or higher, 70s, I'm thinking 60s. like I'm thinking like 70s and higher because I think Albert's his alertness at se- is at 70, a little yeah. bit higher now, and your medicine's at 80. My first aid's at 90. My pharmacy's at 70. Um, yeah. where, where is medicine? Oh yeah, medicine's at 80. Persuades so. at 74. Yeah. So then, uh, in those terms, nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> His highest skill is a uh, is a sixty. I got in several alertness. Boy Scout in alertness. Yep. He, okay. He, he's he's pretty well rounded. You know. I think I would make That's you when it comes to the area. Yeah. I think uh, most things you would probably pick up on because you're just you know this place. Yeah, and he he has like pretty good stats in uh, survival, uh, navigation, and uh, and driving. So I I think that all kind of kind of works into to where we're at in the story yeah so let's roll the skills and i'm gonna roll with you and then you can take uh the higher of the two if they're doubles you're gonna take whatever is we rolled okay uh we'll start with bishop all right what are we rolling first uh, let's go alertness first alertness got a three three all right i'm taking that three all right next we have athletics four three okay uh, now we have dodge. One. Four. Nice. Uh, human twice. I failed it last session and the session That's, before. All right, so we're rolling twice for the ones we missed last time because we didn't do it because we're chumps. Okay, here yeah. we go. Zuckerberg over there. Three. Four. Nice, Holy man. Holy smokes. Yo, I am. I'm not getting rid of this dice. Four. 
Two. I'll take that four. Jeez. Jeez, yeah. Uh, and then Jeez. last one, search. Search. Out of the box. That was a four, though. Three. Three. Cool. Okay. Nothing under three. Jeez. I'll take it. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Pittman. Pittman. All right. So we're, I have two alertnesses I need to do. Mr. Steal Your Waffle. Yep. <laughs> Turn that shit into a pancake. Three. All right. I got a one, so I'll take your three. Second alertness. Yep. Four. Jesus. Uh, I rolled a four, too. So. There's that. And then uh, two searches. Two search. One. Two. Three. Four. All right. And then I think it was just one athletics. I only... Yeah, no, I only ever rolled one for last session. So Okay. Three. Take that three. All right. Albert Pittman, living the dream, living la vida loca. It's funny because the ones that he did... Uh, the ones that you failed at were the ones that you're good at? No, the ones I failed... Uh, yeah, the ones that I succeeded at where I had like a 10%. <laughs> um, uh, I did fail in a cult, but I don't know if you roll for failing that. A uh, cult? I think yes, it's but fair. not unnatural. Okay, just, just to, yeah, because that was for the trying to remember something about the, okay, the thing. So I'm gonna do that too. One, four, and that should be everything. Okay, Arthur Klein. It's me. All right, we'll start with alertness. Alertness. One. I got a two, so I guess we'll take the two. Moving on down to firearms. Four. I will take that four with gladness, as I rolled a one. Alrighty, forensics. One. I will take my three. And lastly, we will go with search. Search. Yes, the skill everyone's mom wants them to improve. Three. Take that four. And that's it for Arthur Klein? Yep. Alright. Arthur has two high... Or, Albert. Albert has two high skills, and they are alertness and then the other one he'll never use ever which is history so <laughs> you could roll a history on the park if you don't, i mean i feel like at this point it <laughs> yeah. might not be yeah, that's like, maybe it would have been useful like some earlier point. on when you guys first got here or like on the drive here or something yeah i had a rock formation i don't care <laughs> but hold on let me just tell you no i don't care let me tell you about these rocks let's see these rocks here they're living people it's the devil's phallus we all saw them come out of the woods, right? Yep. Let's say Arthur and Albert definitely saw them. So, time to get into it, boys. The last thing that happened was you drug Bo Bishop's unconscious body into the trailhead station, uh, along with the unconscious body of Brandon McGill. And as you retreated from the scene, trying to... What was your goal in that truck? You were trying to get the weapons, the weapons from the truck. We need the key to also get to the what amounted to the armory. I thought that's right. It was on the key ring. Yeah, and you grab the keys and you grab the rifle, and I grab the lockbox as well. And the lockbox, the rifle had tranks in it. Yeah. So you see three more tall, pale figures shuffle out of the woods in the distance, and they're just standing there. What do you guys do? I want to get this door shut like now. Oh, yeah, I'm going to shut the door as soon as it came in. No, no. Leave it open. <laughs> I'm a, uh, oh, like it's Obviously, it. the door is shut, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, like shut Barricaded, up. yeah. yeah. Um, looking around for something to uh, to secure it with. Does it have locks on it? Is there anything we can pull in front of it? To- so the door has a deadbolt, so you guys can deadbolt the door, and then you could start, like, 
shoving furniture in front of the door if you'd like. Um, what are the windows like on this place? Would that be a wasted effort? I think so. If you're like, what's your, what are you thinking? Um, obviously we want to prevent them from coming through the door, but at this point they can throw a truck, so it's not like a deadbolt's going to stop them, and it's probably, honestly, anything we put in front of the door is not going to be heavier, uh, than a door, than a truck, so. Right. Um, I'm, at this point I'm hoping that they just look at it and like, oh my god, I'd have to squat down to get in that door, I just, uh, no, <laughs> I'll just beat on the outside of the building and yell at them. I guess once we get inside, Albert would kind of take a peek, uh, like, you know, pull the blinds up to see if he can see what's going on out there. Aaron Richardson runs up to the window, too, and as you kind of peek open the blinds, he's like, what's going on? I heard some shots fired out there. What's going on? And then he goes to, like, look out the blinds. Albert would, like, reach over him and, like, as he's still looking out, uh, slap his hand down and then slowly turn to look at him. Go back upstairs. Go back upstairs. But Albert's looking at him with a look that is not, uh, you know, that is... Are you guys going to tell us what's going on here? What, what happened to Bo? That's, uh, that is our primary uh, concern right now, actually. We need to, uh, we need to get him stabilized if there is, uh, any, any of the medical supplies that are outstanding still. I gotta see what I can do for him. Is there anything I could do to help her? Um, I look at, uh, Albert, like, you know, what do you think? As far as... You, you want him to go back upstairs, but, you know, we could use more hands. Yeah. You're not going to be... Some of the other backpackers have started to shuffle upstairs, too, after you say go upstairs. I think it's only Aaron. And, Albert, you notice that Carol West is, like, hunched over in a corner, like, facing the corner. And you hear her kind of like... Um, sounds like she's whispering to herself. Okay. I don't like it. So, Albert's going to... Uh kind of like shake his head a little bit and uh yeah yeah, i guess we could use a little use a hand um if you could help block up the door where uh arthur and i uh, see debo's wounds we need to get some sort of barricade on there just a little bit what is it it's like a bear like a bear an angry bear yeah it's it's like a bear aaron like a real angry bear um what's wrong with carol oh i and he looks over and sees her in the corner he's like i don't she was just standing up here just a minute ago I, i don't know all right, I would uh, look meaningfully at him and, and actually back at Albert as well and be like, kind of... He actually starts to wander over to her. He's like, Carol? Yeah, keep an eye on... Kind of goes over to her to kind of check in on her. All right, um, Albert's going to... Actually, after he kind of pulls the keys out of his jacket pocket, I imagine he just kind of stuffed them in there when he was going inside, uh, and take the lockbox and start to unlock that to see what, what guns we have in there. Okay, you start fiddling through some of the keys until eventually you find the one that fits, and lockbox pops open, and you just find Big League Chew. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just, just overflowing with packets of Big League Chew. Uh, there, on the side of a hand cannon. <laughs> there is a, um, yeah, there is a, I don't know the caliber. Is it a big gun or a small gun? It's like a big revolver. So like maybe like a forty four. Sure. So yeah, there's a there's a big 44 caliber revolver in there with uh, just a plethora of bullets, just kind of scattered about in in that box. And then there's also a compass and what looks like like an old pocket knife. And then there's a piece of paper tucked in there as well. Okay. Um. So, did Arthur have a knife already? Yeah. Okay. So then Albert would take see the pocket knife and kind of put that in his pocket. I am. Basically, got my my sleeves rolled up from uh from Doug, so I'm I'm getting down to see what I can do for Bo at this point. What am I looking at? 
While Albert's searching through the box, you just head straight over to Bo's unconscious body. You look at his pants, and you can see, like, bone is just protruding. It hasn't pierced through the pants, but it's like, you can see it sticking out. All right, we got a compound fracture. Is this, uh, is it in the upper or lower leg? It's on, yeah, it's on the lower leg. The, uh, Tibia compound fracture. Um, this is bad. And then I'm going to look up towards his, uh, more towards his, his pelvis and torso. Um, do we have any outstanding uh, trauma that's occurred there that's evident? Not that's evident. You see that he's got some bruises and cuts and scrapes, but... How's his breathing? You lean down, put your ear up to his mouth. You hear a breath, but it's shallow. Okay. So, at this point, we don't really need to worry about anesthesia. You're uh, probably not waking up. Um, but we need to reset that, that leg and get it bandaged up. So, um, at this point, I would uh, I would be cutting up on your, your pant leg. Um, so, I guess I'm probably not going to address you specifically about this. All right, I'm going to uh, cut his pant leg open, and I'm going to, uh, since the tibia would be the bigger of the two lower bones, you've got your fibia in there, too. Um, I'm going to actually, to make sure that, that it's set properly, I'm going to be like, Albert, could you come over here real fast? Yeah, um... At this point, you, you noticed Albert was kind of like uh, fiddling, and he, he pulled out a cigarette, and he was about to light it up, but when you say, he kind of goes over, he, he still got the cigarette in his mouth, and he, he goes over to help you with what you're doing. Oh, it's sanitary. What's up, Brian? Just for, for clarity, last episode, we said it was a broken femur. Oh. What's That's a your bro- upper leg. Yep, upper leg. That's going to be a... So, so when I said femur, <laughs> I, meant, I meant that bone. I just didn't know what, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. Um, so what is that? It's called a tibia? Like your shin kind of rigid. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. your shin. Your shank bone. Hmm. Okay. Neat. So yes, that is the correct one. The shin bone. All right. Um, Albert, uh, could you come and just help me help, help brace on the leg, keep it steady? I'm going to try to reset this bone, and uh, we're going to try to cause as little damage and trauma to the to the outside soft tissue as possible. Albert, when he kind of comes over, he goes, Aaron, Aaron, um, as, as he's kind of like going over, keep an eye on the, on, the, on the outside, so tell me if anything's coming up. Yeah, he's kind of crouched over Carol, and he stands up, and he's like, "Yeah, sh- uh, sure, sure." She she doesn't really seem responsive. And then he wanders over to the uh, to the door. Yeah, at that point, Albert would kind of look over at her with a obvious concern, but you know, he's actually he's already kind of going over to to. We might be able to find something for her in a minute, but this is definitely critical right yeah. now. Would you take a hold of his thigh there? All right. Um, and if he's going to brace on it from the one side, I'm going to try to set that tibia back into the leg. What are you bracing it with? Or is that something you do afterward? So he's basically, uh, imagine him kind of putting down pressure on the inside of, uh, of Bo's, Bo's thigh while I'm on the outside of his lower leg. And I am going to try to push that thing back together. Um, it ain't it ain't gonna be nice, but would you say that Bo Bishop would wake up for a second and then pass back out? I Does that seem possible. See, I mean, if you wanted it to be, it's <laughs> in human body is an unpredictable thing. But I would like to imagine that he is just already so deep out from having broken it in the first place yeah, that his okay. brain is probably like, <laughs> we don't need to wake him up for this. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say that you you know what you're doing. And you don't need to roll for this, especially if you have someone helping you like do the stuff that you don't need to do, and you're focused on the things that you know you should be doing. 
And so, yeah, you guys, one, two, three. Okay. It's get back it back in, in place. place. That is, uh, okay. Um, we need something to, to splint and then wrap this thing with. Um, and then I'm also, do we still have the medical supplies nearby? Yes, there are some medical supplies nearby. Okay, so I'm going to make sure that I'm going about the... the These were all like regular first aid kits. Okay, I, I need to disinfect it as best I can. Obviously, this is going to be a long recovery process, but just making sure that we get it cleaned up before I set it with bandages and, and a splint, I think, is, is probably going to be important to making sure that he doesn't get any immediate infection. Albert, roll a search real quick. 41 under 50. When you were in the kitchen, you recall seeing a bottle of high-proof alcohol on top of the fridge. Of course he does. <laughs> and so you could use that if you are gonna, if you needed something on the fly, you could use that. Oh, so yeah, Albert would... He's going to kind of get up and uh, wander into the uh, wander into the quick kitchen pretty quickly and uh, look around and so, <laughs> grab the bottle. And you, you pass up Carol on the way and you still hear her just kind of whispering to herself. It almost sounds like she's having a conversation with somebody. As you walk by. Okay, so he's going to pause kind of as he does that. He's going to um, get in. When he gets into the kitchen, he's going to grab the bottle. He's going to kind of look at it and look around. And then he's going to take a, a long drag on it real quick. And then put the cat back on and, and, uh, and cut, walk out. <clears throat> and uh, hand it over to uh, Arthur. All right. As I'm, I'm kind of like looking around me for, for something that I could use. I see him come up with that. And I'm like, oh, uh the suspicion passes my mind for a moment, but I've got more important things to worry about. I take the... Uh, a bottle of 99 bananas. No, <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to like this. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably not going to like any of this. All right, so I, uh, I'm going to pour it over the uh, over the wound, yeah. assuming that it is high enough proof to, to do the job, and hoping that it is not, in fact, you know, full of sugar. It's not a... Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. a flavored alcohol. It's probably like like a really expensive really expensive bourbon some of those high proof bourbons that just like mm. it feels like gasoline in your mouth when you <laughs> when you go to drink it mm, yummy uh, and so yeah you you douse the wound with some of that and then kind of try to clean it up as best you can I'll say yeah with your first aid and your skill you, you, you're able to prep the area get it to a point where you guys can put a splint bandage on it yeah. splint and then bandage around that um, okay so that's good to go. I'm going to go ahead and, and unbutton his shirt, make sure that he doesn't have any open contusions, that he doesn't have any like damage to his uh, like abdomen or chest cavity or anything like that. And then I would uh, I would take what's left of the uh, of the bottle and leave it next to him on the auspice that I'm <laughs> able to get him awake. Just I don't know what other stuff we got laying around. Sure. If there's any kind of any kind of like painkiller or anything, but he's going to want to probably be nursing on this thing. Um. Yeah, so is there anything else that I need to address from a medical standpoint? So you unbutton his shirt. You don't notice any other uh, major issues. Like I said, just kind of bruise, some bruising, definitely some contusions. It's it's nothing of, of import right now. The Dealing with that leg was the biggest thing right now. Okay. All right. I feel like he is uh, like, like he's stable enough. Um, how, many, how many extra cots do we have laying around? Oh yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty. All right, so I look over. So while you were doing, I was going to say while you were doing all the actual like the, the disinfection and all the stuff that you know you would do on a more because Albert, I'm assuming, wasn't helping you with that directly at that point. Um, he's going to be sci- or like looking at Carol hard as he actually lights up his cigarette and is just kind of staring at her. Uh, and he's also pulled out the 44 at this point and is uh, loading in the bullets if they're not already loaded in. So. Okay. 
I would, uh, as I'm finishing up with uh, with Bo, I would uh, be getting ready to want to move him to a cot, and I would say, Al, Albert, Al, and then I'd turn around and see him see just... face illuminated yeah, in the glow of a cigarette. As he, like, slowly puffing as the, the coal on the end of the cigarette kind of, like, illuminates this expression of just intent... He's. Ne- you also know he, he never took his hood off since he's come inside, so he's still got the hood from the, the, the raincoat up. All right, and at that point, I would uh, quietly stand up and then walk over, like you know, approach him from behind. And as I kind of come up, even with him, be like, "Oh, what's going on?" I don't like it. She's talking to someone. Uh huh. Let me approach the situation before I'm kind of looking down from him to his uh, to his gun and I can see what's going through his head um let me uh let me let me talk to her and actually yeah when you kind of uh, shakes his head he's and he uh, uh pulls the the rifle he had slung over his shoulder and he goes drink darts in here that don't know before probably I'd imagine some sort oh my god Oh my god! You guys look over and you see Aaron Richards like looking out the window and he's like he's like holding on to the to the blinds and he's just shaking violently. He ends up like kind of pulls Aaron. him off the window. He's like, Oh my god, that's not a bear, that's that's not a bear. Aaron and Aaron he just like darts for like the nearest and we'll say he like runs into like a storage closet and just slams the door and you see like you just all you hear is like he's locked the door and he, and you can hear him like Oh my god! Oh my god! Alright, well that takes care of him. Um oh, we don't got time, man. <laughs> yeah. Um he's gonna so Albert is actually going to be like uh so how many does it have extra trank darts in the rifle? Yeah, there's there uh no, sorry. Yeah, there's one in it right now. Okay, was there any more with it? There wasn't any more with it, but you have the keys for the the armory, so there might be extras there. Is would it be possible for me, with some kind of a pharmacy check or something, to determine how we might be able to make use of those trank darts, either from... There's several applications. One, uh, if Bo wakes up. Two, if Carol needs to be sedated. Or Aaron yeah, at this point. Yeah, okay. 100%. That's awesome. Uh, so I would say that would require a roll, because okay. you'd be analyzing the the liquid See if I and then it. and trying to figure out what the dosage should be. It, it would, um, we probably need to find whatever was filling the syringe to really get a because it would probably just be like a basic trank dart because I mean they they don't they don't come as what they're filled with you fill them with what you need them yeah I'm just wondering what's going to happen if I stab Carol yeah. with this or Aaron or maybe if I stab a whole bouquet into one of these things it's that was yeah. up to its face to headbutt me or something um, five in a hand so I would be like. Uh, uh, I'll take a look out the window, see what yeah. he just saw, and if we have any time whatsoever, we would probably behoove uh, it would behoove us to try to figure out where we're getting this trank juice from. All right, so uh, yeah, Albert's going to quickly go over to the uh, window and kind of peek out. He's going to like, stay up against the wall a little bit, but peek around, let you know. You get closer to the window and you look out and you see that they've just moved closer. They're kind of like halfway between the wood line and the station. And so they're like they're just kind of like standing there. It's very ominous and creepy. It's dark outside. You just kind of cut, catch the like whatever light is being emitted outside. Maybe what's left of the flare that's starting to die off. Yeah, uh, that's just kind of shining on their pale, their pale, filthy skin. So you, yeah, you hear Albert. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm gonna gonna uh, take the keys and they're like they're getting closer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long we got. They're just standing out there. All right, I am a. Uh... I'm looking 
at uh, at the stuff, basically um, reading off the uh, the the side of 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 the tranquilizer dart. I'm like, this is this, this is basically Valium, and I'm going to. Whew, that's a uh, 64 under 70. Uh, and that's for pharmacy. Okay. I prescribe this pretty regularly. We can use this. I'm assuming it's a, it's a pretty concentrated dose, though, wouldn't you think? For yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I'm gonna need to, to fiddle with 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 the amount, but but we can potentially use this. You hear Carol West like getting louder, and she's like, "No, I, I know, I, I know, no, he's he's gone. He's he's gone outside. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay." Sounds like she's starting to sob, and she stands up. And she's like, Evelyn has talked to me. She's such a sweet girl. But, but we have to give them Brandon, okay? We have to give them Brandon. And she starts to, like, walk over to Brandon to, like, pick him up. Uh, what, can, and she leans down and starts to pick him up. Hold and on, she's Carol. Got, like, what a, did Evelyn say exactly? She's Oh, she just said that they'll go away once they have Brandon. So she starts Albert's going to gonna, like, gonna grab her uh, by the arm as she's trying to walk. I'm uh, going to walk up behind her with... One of the uh, one of the trank darts. Okay, are you stabbing her with it? Yeah, I'm going to look at Albert as he's like distracting her and kind of give him like a one, two, and then yeah, I'll press it into the uh, into the back of her neck. Uh, let me do something real quick. Stab her in the temple with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I rolled an alertness for her. She sees what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to have her fight back against you trying to stab. So it would be a contested roll, hand-to-hand combat. Oh, no. Uh, she doesn't have very great either, but, you know, it's just, we'll see what happens. <laughs> can you have any sort of advantage, or, well, I guess I don't have advantage, but can you have any sort of, like, bonus because I am also grabbing her? Uh, sure. I'll give him a plus 20. Okay, yeah, because technically he's, like, holding her. He's not letting her. He doesn't want her to move any further, so she wouldn't be able to really... Does she have her hands on Brandon right now? Yeah, she's she's like she has him up, and she's like starting to walk towards the door uh, with him in her in her arms. And so she sees you, and I think what she's going to do is just try to like shoulder check you to like oh, get off of me. And uh, so let's roll that, and you get your plus twenty. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, is it I, I dropped the the trank dart immediately as soon as Wait, she shoulder checks me. Is it ninety nine? Yeah, I rolled a ninety nine. Oh, that's a critical failure, right? Yeah, I rolled a forty two over, but yours is worse. And so, I think what's going to happen is comedy of errors. You get shoulder checked. You're going to get pushed back. You bump into Albert and you stab Albert with that trank. Oh, right, shit. right in the thigh. Like as your as your arm comes down, you're trying to catch yourself from falling. You stab Albert in the thigh with that trank. Albert, I need Future you to roll made me. Out a, of man. I need you to roll me a Constitution. I mean, she becomes totally normal. Ah, I feel, weird I feel lucid now. <laughs> what has happened to you, Albert? You've hit rock bottom. Um, so Constitution. Constitution. Well. Okay, so uh, forty-one under sixty. Okay. So what's going to happen is I think you're able to keep yourself from completely just losing all balance and you're able to kind of like slowly lower yourself to the ground. You feel your you feel your whole body going numb and like your vision starts to blur. You see uh, Arthur looking down at you and Carol's still holding Brandon like starting to walk towards the door. Uh, basically you're not going to hurt yourself falling down. 
So is he still loosely conscious? I'll say for the next minute, maybe, you're still... You're just really out of it. So Albert is going to raise the gun that he's holding still and point it at Carol. He looks... uh, If Arthur sees this, he looks, obviously... Like, he, as he's stumbling back, he's kind of raising it towards her. Okay. Um, what do you do, Arthur? I would pull my own gun out of my waistband, basically, and point it at her and make, Carol, if you do not stop right now, we are going to stop you. And she she does not stop. And it's like, she, she like gets to, the, to, like, the front door, and whatever Aaron had, like, shoved in front of the door, she's just, like, Slowly trying to nudge Al- it over. Albert's going to take a shot before he loses consciousness. I mean, okay. uh, I, I, I still feel like I can stop her without having to kill her. So I tuck the the gun in my waistband because I know that she's got she's got a kid in her arms and she's trying to clear out debris in an effort to open up the door. There's just it's not necessary for me to try to. But I understand where where Albert's yeah, coming yeah. from too. So I tuck the gun back in and I run over and try to uh, well, use more. Do you fire before he? Do you um, just fire immediately. Well, if he pointed his gun at her. Um, and she started like he like he's he feels like he's about to like you know he's like I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna have another chance, so um, I I'm think, starting forward and okay. what I happened? think he would I think he would take the shot. Um, he's out of it a little bit. He's not really thinking super clearly. Okay, so Al or Arthur, you you start to walk towards Carol. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have your hand up, trying to calm her down. I'm get more getting ready to to actively just tackle her. Yeah. Okay, and so you get in the way i need you to roll your firearms but i'll say you take a negative 10 okay i don't want to completely fuck you but and if this is if, if it's bad it's going to be really bad yeah i would like i would like to say he wouldn't but based on everything that I, like he was already itching like you know that this is now this is the situation is falling out of his control and he might this is kind of him panicking a little bit as he's you know yeah. So, all right. Where's my firearms at? Ooh. All right. Minus ten. Yep. So ten. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh God. So, I love Delta Green so much. Okay. What is it? Eighty-six. Oh, oh my God. No. But we didn't do the sixty-nine for him. No, we did. No? Yeah, Remember? we did. Because he didn't get a good thing out of it. He lost, he got a, his femur broken, or his tibia broken. But he didn't die. And I think that was the main thing, was that he was going to... I thought it was for a permanent injury. No, because I do think, I said I rolled it, I thought I rolled an 86 earlier. Mm-hmm. So I think we we negated it. Okay. So then we'll just count it as a regular fail. It's still a fail. <laughs> still bad. It's still bad. Still so bad. I'm going to... Actually, I'll have you roll it. What am I rolling? Roll a d6. So, one and two is the wall. Okay. Three, four, and five is Arthur. Six is Brandon. That means there's no possible way you can hit Carol. I guess that was your success roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. What about about the cots downstairs? Oh, Kina? And Bo. They could get hit. I'm assuming she's facing away. Yeah, but they're not, like... They're not over where you're at. (laughs) I, I thought he was, like, passing out, like... Falling he, as he, he is, but he's still kind of he's still aiming in, okay, her, in their okay, direction. Got it, got it, so yeah. I like the idea. I like where your head's at. But my bad. Um, so let's do this. A one would be the wall. Okay. Two would be Carol. Okay. Three, four, five would be Arthur. Okay. And six would be Brandon. 
Okay. Okay, alright. Two. Oh, <laughs> yes. holy look, shit. Look, look. <laughs> Alright, wow. so in your just completely <laughs> hazy mind, you pull the hammer back on, on your gun and so the shot just... Yeah, this is a 44 too. So oh, the shot just goes like... I'm going to say that what actually happens is because it was a fail, yeah. but you, you did actually end up hitting her, <laughs> Yeah, was that you hit like a pipe that was running up off on the near the ceiling and it just like ricocheted off the pipe and it hit her in the shoulder. Okay. And so roll your damage. What a tense moment. That was, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a very large pistol, 1d12. Jesus, okay. Wait, is that a very large pistol? Yeah, a 44 would be the, I think it's the biggest one. Oh, that's right, because you were using the, uh, uh, the, the one, yeah. Yeah, the one out of the okay. box. Yeah. Yep. Because that was the one we had the most ammo for. You said there was a bunch of ammo, yeah. so... All right. 1d12? Two damage. Fuck. Wow. But well, I mean, she that makes a... sense because you clipped her shoulder. Yeah. So she gets hurt, hit in the shoulder. I, I would say she, like, she kind of screams out in pain, and she drops Brandon. Okay. And she's like, ah! ah! What are you doing, you idiot! And she she's uh, holding her shoulder, and she's she looks down at you as you finally just kind of like... Does she seem Collapse. a little more like lucid after being shot? No, she okay. seems even more crazy. Okay. Uh, and she looks over at you, Arthur, and she's like, she's like, we have to give them. We have to give him to them. And she goes to just run and tackle you. All right. So, uh, so you can. What do you do next after she gets shot? So she's like, looks like she's about to like run at you. We don't have any more. I, I already used the trank dart that I had. I don't know where the other ones are. So the next. The most immediate thing I would do, thinking to myself, I'm not going to be able to restrain this lady, she has completely lost it, is draw my gun. Okay. Pull your gun out. You take a shot. She's coming? She's coming. She does not care that I'm leveling this thing right at her face. She does not seem to care. All right. I will attempt to take the shot then. 47 under 54. I roll your damage. It's a D8, right? Uh, what, what size pistol is it? Medium. Medium is 1D10. Oops. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you you fire at her and hesitant to fire the gun i think i think you, you you hit her like in some of the you just kind of graze her on one on uh, one shoulder and then hit her in the other shoulder and she's just like is she like naruto running at him now huh she just like yeah at this point i don't really care what's she gonna do she just screams out loud she's like she lifts her arms up to to come at you with all the strength of two three gunshot wound arms in the shoulder uh and she rolls a 48 over i'll say like as she's running at you she you just kind of step to the side and she just runs right past you okay and and she turns around like she's gonna she's coming back Okay, I at this point I, I think that I can probably put her in a, a sleeper hold. Okay. Roll a that would be a um, unarmed combat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's unarmed. Would he have any sort of of advantage because she is has wounded? no arms essentially? Sure, I'll give you a I'll give you a a plus twenty percent. Alright. It just does not want to happen today. Um sixty seven over sixty. So you you grab her and she's just 
just fighting with this unnatural she's just insane yeah she's lost it completely and she's just slips right out of your grip and she goes to uh i'm gonna say she just goes to like punch you <laughs> and i got a 91 over so yeah she just she swings wildly at you and you just back up out of the way you gonna go for that sleeper hold again <laughs> i'm gonna deck her in the face okay <laughs> you see the fist just like fly in front of your face and then you've had enough all right so unarmed combat again. unarmed combat 81 <laughs> over 60 uh okay i'll say that you actually do you do connect but in her just her wild stupor she doesn't seem like she's phased at all and so she's going to come at you with another punch it's a fist fight with a crazy lady. Is there is there any way to more expeditiously do this? We're not just relying on the vagary of numbers to do something that should be tracked to a Benny Hill soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically rounds are in, are in seconds, so it's it'd be more like a very short scuffle. Okay. I, I would imagine, and so it's not like you guys are standing there like fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah, it's more like uh, yeah, you guys are having a, a very small scuffle, and she's just. In her insane mind, she's able to withstand the the blows and the bullets she's taken. She's just, yeah, she's just lost it. Yeah, okay. especially with with seeing her husband fly out the window. And yep. Yeah, she's probably losing her shit, hearing voices, and and so what she got on her unarmed was a thirty three under. Oh shit! And she doesn't have any penalties herself to. Uh, no, that's fair. So that would be, I would give her, because I gave you a plus 20, I would take, give her a negative 20. So that would actually put her 33 over now. So that's a critical fail. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say that uh, in your guys' scuffle, you guys fall to the ground, and she goes to like just reach up to punch you, and she just hesitates a little too long, and you just quickly, and you, you do knock her out. Since so she's taken three bullets, four points of damage, she just she falls down. And you do knock her unconscious. Okay. Now I have a couple issues to deal with. I am now alone in a room full of unconscious... I'm now in a medical ward. Um, (laughs) And I have Albert, who is experiencing a bare load's worth of heroin, essentially, over in the corner. And... (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) So I'm sure he's fine. Um, And then he's he's right at home. He's on his... this is his weekend started early. Can uh, I was like, can we say that maybe it wasn't a full dose because that's gonna he's gonna be out for like twenty fucking hours? <laughs> yeah, I would say I don't. I would well, so it's no, because it was a crit, it was a critical fail of ninety nine. Yeah, that was the problem. That was the thing. I was like, I was if you didn't get a full dose, you got a good helping of it, okay. and so Albert or Arthur could find a way to try to expedite your recovery and wake you up. Um, Basically, I can administer an antidote to reverse the effects of it, um, but I would have to an, an adrenaline uh, shot, <laughs> something like that. And I don't know if we've got like I don't. I am not myself an actual doctor, so I don't know if something like an epipen, if they had something like that, would actually do it, or if I'm just like you know, I don't know, stab him with whatever, see what happens. Yeah, yeah his heart might explode while he's chasing unicorns in La La Land somewhere. <laughs> So the the beautiful thing about this game is you could probably roll a uh, another pharmacy check or a medicine check 
to see, to try to recall some of that knowledge for what are some things that would counteract that trank. Did did we say earlier that there were handcuffs in the station? Uh, the, uh, the zip cuffs. Yep. Where are those at? I wouldn't th- think they'd be in, like, lockup or anything. You'd probably find them on roll search. Okay. As you're as you stand up from the scuffle and there's just people unconscious, your first thought is, I need to subdue some people. You might also think to try at this point, since you did uh, get Bo all bandaged up, to try to wake him up because things just got pretty out of hand now. I'm not totally sure how to wake Bo up though. With I, I still need some kind of chemical, probably in order to like give him something to, you know. You can go over there and, and slap him around a little bit, but his body's probably not going to be like broken leg. Oh, there's be some light flaps on the face as well. Maybe maybe respond to that. Uh, my search is uh, 51 over 44. Yeah, you don't find the zip cuffs, but you find like I'll say you find some rope. And, okay, and you're like, oh, I'll just use this. I'm gonna do my best to basically tie Carol's uh, hands behind her back and uh, tie her, her ankles together. Okay. She's unconscious. You 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 double knot. You make sure she's hogtied really well. God willing, she won't wake up anyway for a minute. Although she shouldn't be unconscious that long. And I'm gonna just basically take the time that I've got where she looks like she's out to run in and try to find. Um, I'll go into the room where we've been getting our supplies from and look over the area and see if I can remember anything based off of what I'm seeing. In, in order to, to try to wake Albert up. There may even be an antidote. If they maintain tranquilizer darts, they would probably maintain... It makes sense to me that they would maintain the reverse uh, antidote on site if they had a large quantity of the actual tranquilizer as well. I would have to have you roll a search. Okay, so I will go into the room where this they seem to keep most of their stuff and attempt in the search. 96. Yikes. Do I need to roll a sanity check at this point? (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing here! I think it would be reasonable that there would be an AED, like one of those auto defibrillators that they have at a lot of, like, offices and shit like that. I think it would be valid that there would be one in this ranger station. Mm -hmm. So, I think... Can I find it? That's the thing. Is like I'm, I'm having them roll. A I search. would, I would hope so. Those are typically in common areas with a placard above it, and they're supposed to be very accessible. And he's a doctor, damn it. <laughs> or you can say Snipes and Graham were taking it out, using it on each other <laughs> on the trail. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, so gotta get away from the office for a while. All right, do me quick. <laughs> Give me some juice. Wee. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna say that you. Yeah, you, you don't find it. So I don't know where anything is, and I don't know how to help anyone. So I would go back out to the window and look out and see where the things are. You open the window, take a peek, and they don't look like they've gotten much closer. But they are. They have moved closer, probably between halfway and three quarters of the way there. Okay. Every time you open the window, they're not like in the middle of walking. They're just standing in this thick rain just getting rained on right um i'll go over and uh and i will assume that carol is restrained enough to the point where you know i can just drop a boot on her head if she (laughs) wakes up and stacking crazy again i imagine she's probably significantly lighter than than uh albert is yeah yeah 
I don't want to strain it by being like, can I just roll search checks over and over again until I get it? Because that's not right. But how does that, how is that handled? Like, I'm, I'm trying to think about how I'd be in real life. And if I failed to search for it, I would just keep searching. Yeah, you could spend more time searching for it. There will probably be things happening in the, in the background while you're doing it. Okay. I'm going to have to try to search again because it's, you know, I've, I've got to find something to, to get some backup. So your goal is to find whatever to help reser- reverse the yeah. trink. Okay. Okay. So roll another search. 98. Oh, my God. Arthur is literally about to have a, uh, a meltdown. <laughs> and Yeah, I picture you in whatever storage room and you are just kind of opening cabinets finding other like just ran a bunch of random mundane things You're like no 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 it's like starting to get to him like yeah. you know his hair is like you know what it's pretty short in general but it's a longer up front it's kind of lank and like stuck to his face and like he's sweating he's clearly pale and like you know all of the trauma of what's going on in, in the station is catching up with him at this point and he's just like you know hands shaking on a box opens it up dumps tackle over the ground fishing what, what is this yeah in, in that, and while you're doing this, the door to the storage room just closes, and then it like opens up, and just starts opening and closing on its own. And then the cabinets in this room start to they start wildly opening and closing, slamming shut and opening. I need you to roll a sanity check, please. I like that, Arthur's still just trying to reach his hand in before it slams. In. <laughs> right at home. All right, let's say. Uh... 33 under 65. You you keep your cool. You've seen some weird shit tonight, and you're just like, what the fuck? I think he's more angry and frustrated than he is willing to get. Like, So he's just standing in this room full of flapping and sanity, staring like at the door like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever you are. You, uh, you step out of the storage room, and you see like some of the, some of the cots are actually starting to like lift off the ground they're just kind of hovering there all right and then and then they like they drop on the floor i look over at brandon yeah he's conked out in front of the door all right um how many uh how many trank darts are are laying nearby so no one opened up the arm the small it's not it's not like an armory room but it's a it's a cabinet okay and so Pittman had the keys you never ended up going to it yet. Yeah, no, no. I didn't uh, so there is the armory. Could I have a thought like, if this thing is housed inside of the armory, and that's where they keep the trank darts, that's where they would keep the counteracting agent if they maintain it on site. Sure. You so and you know that Albert Pittman was going outside to get the keys for that. They yeah. said they said that. So you go over to Albert's body, and you just squat down on him. Teabag them real quick and then take the keys. Wing! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you head back into. There's a uh, a room behind the main desk, which is got where the radios are. Mm. And you head inside there. You find the armory. It's basically like a, a locked up, uh, great like grated uh, cabinet that's that's got like the doors that aren't they're they're not like completely covered. You can see inside. Yeah. Okay, so... Like, uh, like slatted, great. I guess. Kind of like our shark cage at work yeah. where we keep our electronics locked up. Yeah, and so you unlock this cabinet, open it up, and you have access to several things, one of them being exactly what you're looking for, that you were looking for in the storage room, uh, which is a kind of counter agent for the tranks, and you find it in a case. We'll say there's like a small plastic case. You open it up. 
there's like a couple of tranks. Mm-hmm. There's a clear division, and next to it, there's the uh, antidotes for okay. that. I got the whole case, bring it out, set it down next to Albert, and then um, basically, what is the delivery system like? Exactly the same as the. Okay, so I uh, basically uh, tip it up and tap the needle and uh, look down at Albert and be like, all right, buddy, I hope you are ready for this. And uh, take it and press it into. Uh, Roll him over and press it into his butt cheek. Yeah. That's probably actually the best way to do it. And you just kind of stab it in. And after about a minute, while this is happening, there's still doors and stuff that are like... Like crazy shit is happening. Doors are opening and closing. Cabinets are opening and closing. You see some of that like uh, mundane stuff that was in the cabinets. Some of that stuff just like flying out onto the ground like a backpack someone's backpack just kind of like lifts off the ground all the shit falls out of it <laughs> not actual shit but <laughs> there like there's stuff falls out of it and you go up to albert and you administer this uh, antidote and eventually he starts to kind of slowly blink and, and roll me a constitution stop making us roll nick <laughs> 89 over 60 <laughs> you're slowly starting to wake up you don't feel like you can stand up but you start to come to um i uh after having administered the uh the thing and making sure that the site's clear and that i've taken and discarded the uh the, the needle i would uh i would i would still be checking back at the window like periodically so as i go to like throw the the needle out kind of thing i would look and see like what's you know what, what's going on outside is there any uh, do they appear to be doing something that's responsible for this insanity you go back to the front window you open it up and they're not there. All right. Um, I would back away from the window at that point. Uh, ironically, a little bit more shaken by that than I would have been if I'd just seen them. And so I would, at that point, turn back to Albert and see if the uh, thing's taking effect at this point. You'd hear him kind of muttering, Evelyn is a celestial being. <laughs> Albert, are you, uh, yeah, you with me? Uh, is, is, so I'm imagining basically what's happening is he's coming out of it, but he's still basically like, you know, when you go to blink and it's like mm, blink. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Albert, Albert. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arthur. Arthur. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, it was an accident. I stuck you with the trank earlier. You've probably mm. got a few minutes before the the counter agent takes effect. Got it. Gotta take her, Carol. Get her out of here. Yeah, um, she uh, she has sustained quite a bit of. I look over actually and realize she's got three large caliber handgun wounds <laughs> yeah, in her she's... in her shoulder. And I'm like, actually, Al, I, I I actually need to get over there with her. You're you're gonna be waking up here for a few minutes. Just let let the 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 antidote take its effect, and and you and you'll be on your feet in no time. But just take it easy. All right. I'll... I like the idea that he's kind of slowly kind of dragging himself over to the wall and he kind of like leans up against it and he's like, she's a threat. She's too much of a risk. You gotta kill her. Uh, Al, she's, she's, she, she might not live through this. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go over and, and I can't, yeah. I, I, how much blood has she lost? Uh, she's lost some blood. It doesn't look like she's, you think it might be a good idea to remove the bullets and um, at least patch her up if you want to be nice you don't think that she's got enough blood lost like she's not going to die from them but she's definitely wounded and when she wakes up if she's out of that bout of insanity 
then she will most likely be really, really hurting at that point and won't be able to move her arms. And while you, t- after you take a peek over at her, the lights come back on. Dun, 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 dun. And all that craziness stops. Okay, I can see things clearly at this point. I am, uh... And it's a fucking mess in here. It right. just looks... It looks wild. After determining that she actually appears to mostly taken grazing shots and that she's not actually losing a significant amount of blood, I would at that point actually stand up in the now lit room. Um, behind me, Albert is muttering and, and slowly gaining a little bit more mobility in his extremities I imagine that he's probably flexing the you know his, his hands and stuff and trying to move his arms and legs I look over to where Brandon and Bo and Doug were do any of them show any signs of stirring? Brandon looks like he's beginning to wake up Okay. Um, Bo still very unconscious Doug is still unconscious Okay. Covering. I'll go over and kneel down next to next to Brandon. You go over to Brandon, and then you you do hear something. You hear a uh, Albert this kinda. noise and a voice. It's coming from Kina's walkie-talkie. It says, "Kina, this is Snipes. Come in over." Kina, this is Snipes. Come in over. All right, I stand up and head to walk over to the uh, the cot and pick up the uh, the walkie. Pick up the walkie. Call back. I would. Uh, I would had actually. I'd, I'd look at it one more time, on and wait for him to hit back one more time, just to kind of compose myself. Yeah, he calls him one more time. Kena, Doug, anyone, come in over. I would. Uh, I hit the thing and, and say, uh, Ranger Snipes, this is a uh, this is Agent Arthur, uh, back at the uh, at the station. Uh, wh- where are you guys right now? Calls back in. Agent Klein. Yes, we're uh, we're up at the dam right now. We got the power back on, uh, but there's a lot of blood here. It looks like an animal tagged Keenan. We just were calling to make sure he was okay. We we're supposed to meet him here at the dam, but then we found this mess, saw that the power was out, and we got it back up and running again. Over. Uh, R- Ranger Snipes, Doug made it back. He was uh, he was not in good shape though. He's actually uh, unconscious right now. Uh, we administered first aid. Uh, and it looks like he's probably going to pull through, but he had a uh, significant wound and uh, lost quite a bit of blood. That's probably what you're looking at. Um, we've we've had a, a, a heck of a time over here uh, sheltering some, some of the, the backpackers and stuff that have come in and have uh, experienced an unusual run-in with some of the local wildlife. Um, is there any way you guys can make it back here? Over. There's some silence for a minute. Yeah, we can head back over here in just a minute. We're just going to check out one more thing. Uh, is is Bo available? Over. Uh, at the moment, no. Uh, Bo is is not present. Um, we're uh we're kind of sitting tight here, wondering where everybody is. Um, and uh, you're you're the the first friendly voice I've heard in a minute. We've had the power out here for the better part of a, a few hours. It just literally came back on. I'm guessing that was you guys. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was us. We're, uh... Wait, hold on. Hold on a second. And you hear... It sounds like Graham in the background. Like, he still got the walkie on. And she's like... You hear her voice, like, in the distance, like... What is that? Uh... Uh, Arthur, hold on one second. We'll bear it back. And he 
clicks off. I'm gonna let the, the walkie-talkie down and look back over at Al. Hey, they're, they're dead. They're already dead. You say the things I'm thinking, man. Not all the time. <laughs> um, I'm rubbing my uh, my temple, um, hoping that uh, that I get a, a call back from them fairly quickly. I keep the radio with me, and I walk back over to Brandon. Uh, Albert's going to try to start standing up, if that seems like something he could do. Sure. Yeah, I'll say you can get to your feet. You're still, I think, any uh, exerting activity is going to require a roll. Gotcha. So he's, uh, for a little bit, but he, he's kind of slapping his face a little bit, trying to you know just shake the shake the cobwebs out. Slap it a face. And and you guys also hear another voice coming from that closet storage closet. It's like, is it okay to come out now, Aaron? It's about as okay as it's gonna get. Um, the lights are back on, and the door just kind of opens up. There's a light on in there. He's like, I think I want to go home. We all want to go home, Aaron. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do our absolute best to get that uh, to get that actualized for everyone. Uh, but we need to make sure that the situation is secure before anybody exits the premise right now. Aaron, I would recommend you go back upstairs with the others. Um, and actually, I'm thinking about it, and I'm kind of wondering if I shouldn't go up there with him. But I don't want to leave an entire room full of incapacitated people. Uh, so I'm <laughs> yeah. kind of looking over at Albert, like he's uh, he's kind of like leaning up against the wall. Um, he hasn't he hasn't dropped the gun yet. He's just still holding it and he's looking around at everything. Al, if I take Aaron upstairs, are you going to be okay down here for just a minute? Kind of awkwardly sticks the revolver in his jacket pocket, and you kind of see the handle hanging out, and it's not really that secured in there. But he kind of. <laughs> Uh, pulls the cigarette, picks the cigarette up off the floor that he had had in his mouth previously that fell out and puts it in his mouth and goes to start reloading it and just nods at you. You are a, uh, you are an amazing specimen. Yeah, there's some mud on the cigarette too. Bo, roll a constitution check. Okay. Uh, that's a 72 <sighs> over 45. You are still in sleep town. Yeah, so the, the only way a character can regain consciousness is with a stabilization check. And that's a, a first day. See, and that's the thing is, I think he already did that. That's what, what I was getting at. They talked about it, but he didn't actually do it yet. So do you want to do that? Okay, so I'm looking back and forth at... I, I see that Albert's getting uh, on his feet to the point where he can light a cigarette, which is, I guess, good for him. Um, and... Uh, I, I do think that uh, that Bo looks like he's probably stabilized enough to the point where I can try to wake him up. So I'm going to go over there. But Aaron, I'm going to I'm going to go upstairs with you. We can talk with the other people in just a second. You should just sit tight for half a second. I'm going to try to wake up Bo real fast, right? And as I'm, I don't really wait for the answer. I kind of go and, and kneel down next to uh to, next to Bo and try to make the stabilization check. Aaron sits down on the first step there, just he- head in his hands. There we go. It is a 39 under 90. Nice. Awesome. So, yeah, if you want to roll 1d4 now, that's how much HP I regain. You may have one. One. <laughs> so, that's hilarious. Bo is still unconscious. You can't regain consciousness until you hit 3 HP or more. And you have two. And Bo is at two. And he, he can't benefit from this again. Uh, the stabilization 
unless he suffers damage again. So Bo is still unconscious. Albert comes, puts a cigarette out. <laughs> <laughs> how do you re- how do you regain health? Uh, so there is treatment which you can get from a uh, is medical care in a hospital or aid station that has extensive tools and medicines, um, and that'll give you one d four each time. And then there's recuperation. So over time, the human body repairs itself. So if you're in a safe place with the proper food and water, you can attempt a con times five check, and uh, then you can gain an additional 1d4 HP on top of that. (sighs) Failures are just... Can Pittman roll a stabilization check on you? Or is that... You can only benefit from it. Yeah, once your agent receives first aid, success, or failure, the agent can't benefit from it again until he or she suffers damage again. So if, if Pittman wants to burn Bo with the cigarette and then try to fix him. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, Albert's, Stab him I- with a knife. Albert's idea for waking people up would be to just slap them. So <laughs> He's not a doctor. Well, what's your first aid skill? Ten. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so on a crit failure for a uh, stabilization check, you lose 1d4 HP. Oof, yeah. So, so that, that could be not real bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let him... Bo's just gonna take a nap. Till your discretion feels that he has recovered enough to the point where his body might try to wake him up of its own volition. Yeah, I think I think after some events, we'll have you roll a con times five check. Yeah, I mean, and and I get it. If if we want to rule that Bo is just out for now, I mean, he got hit by a fucking truck. Yeah. So I know if I got hit by a truck, I would definitely be out. Um. All right. So seeing that he is stabilized I guess that I was able to return health to him I would uh, stand up then kind of uh, dust off my pants and look over at uh, at Al smoking his cigarette and be like I'm taking her upstairs I'll be right back and then uh, I would walk over to Aaron and uh, kind of be like alright let's go uh, let's go see what's going on with the others real fast okay okay as I kind of put a hand on his shoulder to guide him up the stairs ahead of me, I would uh, reach my hand back and just keep it on my pistol. Okay, you're leading the way. Um, kind are you letting him? I'm, I'm kind of letting. I kind of gently encouraged him up the stairs, and I'm just right behind him, using him as a shield. Got it. You, <laughs> you know, just, actually, that's that's. I'm trying to make sure that wasn't what I was subconsciously trying to do. I think it's the idea that I don't want him to see that I am readying up for sure. possibly, but my I'm 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 more alert I think than he is. It's not it's not that I'm hoping that he gets taken out instead yeah, yeah. of me. So you both wander upstairs and you hear some shuffling and talking in, in one of the rooms. So what do we have left for backpackers? Carol is subdued. Mm-hmm. Mike is dead. Aaron Richardson is with you. Then there was two backpackers that approached you guys outside, and then the one backpacker that showed up. Yeah. So there's three backpackers upstairs. Yeah. Okay. They're just backpacks. And you don't... (laughs) Three backpacks upstairs, and you don't know their names. So you... Yeah, you guys get upstairs. You're wandering through the hall towards the room where you think they might be. You hear some shuffling in there and some, some light talking. Okay get to the door open it up all the lights are on now now so uh, they just kind of look in your way and they're like power's back on is everybody all right in here yeah um i was just talking with i was just talking with uh, greg here about about us 
uh, maybe trying to leave. What was going on down there? It sounded like a lot of things were happening. Yeah, we have uh, we, we've had some some severe altercations. Uh, we're still trying to figure that out ourselves. Um, if you would uh, sit tight for a few minutes while we make sure that the premise is secured, we're going to go ahead and try and uh, perform an evacuation out here. We have two park rangers who are uh, potentially returning back. Um, but before I head back down to make sure that that's uh, something that we can facilitate, I wanted to go ahead and get names for everybody real fast. You guys uh, mind? Let me know who you are. We uh, we know Aaron. Uh, is it West? Uh, Aaron West. Or no, no, Aaron Richardson. Aaron. Okay, so Aaron. Aaron Richardson. Pardon me. Sorry about that. And then uh, Greg Bryant. Uh, and then you two. Uh, Wyatt Burnett and Larry Myers. So Greg, Wyatt, and Larry are the three upstairs. And that's uh, Wyatt Burnett. You said. Wyatt Burnett with uh, two e- two T's. Sorry, at the end. Alrighty, Larry Myers, Greg Bryant, and then Aaron Richardson. I already know you. Larry pipes up. He's like, Mike Myers is actually uh, a distant relative of mine. Uh, you know a Fred? Oh, <laughs> no, no. He feels like you're trying to to do a joke, and uh, these people are tired, and they don't know what's going on, and they'd like to leave. We need to, uh, like I said, we need to make sure the area is secure before we try to exit. Uh, otherwise, we may still be in a situation where people can get hurt. And what is it? Um, local wildlife stirred up by the storm and some property damage, significant property damage caused by just a freak series of of environmental. Uh, issues relating to the storm so we're assessing the situation right now and we will get you guys out of here as soon as possible we were hoping to to hear back from the park rangers though they were trying to make their way over to us it looks like they've got the power up and running again so if you guys need anything just go ahead and uh and holler but we've got some injured people downstairs that i need to take care of real fast so i will be right back as soon as we know just a little bit more i want to get you guys out of here just as badly as you want to leave i would like to leave myself any other questions my Camry's at my camping spot. I could maybe I could go get it. That might be a possibility, uh, but again, it's going to be contingent on on a couple things that we need to assess first. Um, like I said, let me go down there and confer with my uh, my associate agent, and we will uh, um, hopefully any second now should be getting a call back from the Rangers. Uh, roll persuade. You guys are going to be upgrading big time next time, right? <laughs> That is a 98 over 74. You are rolling like nothing under 880. They just nod at you. Uh, Larry nods at you. and Wyatt just kind of slumps back down, starts fumbling in his backpack. Looks like he's trying to hide something as he's fumbling around in his bag. And Greg is like, all right, um, yeah, we'll we'll just wait here. Uh, I guess uh, let us know if we can help, if there's anything we can do to help. Thanks, guys. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I'll, I'll be right back the second I know more about what's going on, and we really appreciate you guys' cooperation with this. Yeah, yeah, um, no problem. Um, and then uh, I would go ahead, and, and as I'm I'm walking out, I would uh, shut the door behind me. Okay. Is there a lock on the door? Not on the outside, no. 
So a little bit of calculus about what's going on in my head. Aaron knows what's up. I don't know what... Is it Larry that's trying to hide something? So I know I just failed a persuasion check on these guys, and they're all pretending to listen to me. I know that that Aaron knows basically exactly what's going on down there. I know that Larry is trying to hide something in his bag, and I basically got, in my opinion, a room full of four hostiles upstairs now at this point. So that's what's going through my head as I'm walking down the stairs to Albert. So um, while you were having that conversation... Uh Albert was also going to do a couple of things. Um, I know it wasn't super long, but did the case that he brought over with the antidote, did it also have trank darts in it? Yes, it did. Okay. So he's going to... He's got a taste for it now. He's got the dart monkey on his back. (laughs) (laughs) So as he he sees the case and he's alone now, how many darts are in there for the tranks? There are four more tranks and three... Actually, we'll say there's four... Tranks, one missing, and four of the antidotes, one missing. Okay. I'm going to go into the kitchen when I get downstairs, but I want to hear what Andy's doing, or Albert's doing first. So, knowing how powerful these things are, um, he's going to kind of look around for a minute. He's going to grab two of them, and he's going to go over to Carol uh, while she's unconscious and stab them into the side of her neck. Two, Two of them? Um. Okay. You shut. You grab the tranks. Do you want to roll alertness to wait? Oh, this is all while you were upstairs. Yeah. Okay. You grab two of these tranks, hold them in your hands, and you shuffle over. Yeah. To, so he looks at them for a minute. Albert's getting. Yeah. He he's he's starting to feel like the situation is super out of control, and he's um. Some of the loose ends that are around, he does not trust to leave even for a second. So, um, okay. yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna go up and he's gonna yeah stab, stand over her body and just yeah put them both in. Yeah, and, and you then- watch her just slowly kind of relax, and her breathing just kind of stops. Her chest stops rising. Roll sanity. You've just killed somebody. He's he's, yeah, he's standing over her with the uh, darts in his hand, and he kind of like is nodding very like. So uh, seventy three over uh, sixty five. Roll a d four. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, a d three. D three. So that'd be d six, and then yeah. okay. One. Great. So like he's kind of. Uh, he uh, like uh, immediately throws the the used syringes and kind of starts looking around he seems like he's a little bit more like he's the adrenaline's kind of kicking in and he's um uh he starts to sweat a little bit um as you're standing over carol's lifeless body you hear a voice agent Pittman. uh you see brandon standing about 20 feet behind you staring at you albert uh turns around to look at him and Brandon, what are you doing? I just woke up. Is that Carol? Is she okay? She's not. She's not okay, Brandon. Just uh, stay, stay over there for a minute. Just wait, wait for, wait for Arthur. Just Arthur. He's coming back down in just a minute. Uh, he looks over at like Keena's body and Bo's body on those cots. He's like. 
What's happened? Uh, your friends, your friends. Brandon, they're, they're coming. They're coming, Brandon. He kind of puts a hand on his shoulder. Arthur, as you're making your way downstairs, you see Brandon standing 20 feet away from Albert. Albert looks kind of shaky, and then you hear... You have the iPad, right? Who has the iPad? Uh, I, I imagine we probably weren't carrying it around with us, if I'm honest. I'm going to take the duffel bag downstairs. Okay, so it's probably sitting in the duffel bag? Yeah. Okay. So you hear the, the noise that you've just received an email. Alright. I'm going to put a ring check on that for half a second. Do I note anything odd about that? It wouldn't be evident to me that, that he had... Roll alertness. Okay. That's a straight 40 over 22. Basically, what that was for, you don't see the the tranks okay. laying on the floor nearby. I mean, they're, maybe they rolled well, into he, like a. I, I was imagining after he did it, he looked at him and he threw them literally across the room, like he he just okay. chucked them. Yeah, so. he just he ditched them. No, I didn't hear him, you know, clatter off anything on my way down, but I do hear you know quiet conversation between him and Brandon as I'm coming into the room, and I uh, take note of the fact, Brandon, you're up. And I kind of uh, look at uh, at Albert, like you know. Don't be crazy. Yeah, you'd notice that Albert looks uh, kind of wonky. Alice, you found your feet. I'm glad you're uh, you're feeling better. Brandon, uh, w- when'd you wake up, bud? Uh, just a minute ago. Is is Bo okay? Yeah. Well, he hurt himself real bad outside. Him and Doug both did, but they're they're they're, they're both all right. They're just they're they're sleeping it off right now. Carol as well. Got uh, everybody else is is upstairs right now. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna actually see if uh, and I haven't received any any calls back from the Rangers yet. Mm-mm. Ranger uh, Snipes and Graham uh, radio. They got the lights back on, so we got power again. Um, and uh, Brandon, what's the last thing? I, I hate to ask you again, buddy, but what what's the last thing you remember? I was. I was standing in the in the main area here. Yeah. And I saw you and and Albert and Bo go outside and then I don't remember anything. Yeah, there was a there was a truck accident and, and Bo ended up hurting himself pretty bad. Um but he'll be alright. Are you hungry, Brandon? Yeah, I could I could eat. Albert's like staring distantly as he kinda takes uh, aggressive long drags on a cigarette. Albert, why don't you secure that package of tranquilizer darts and meet me in the kitchen? We're going to fix up some food real fast for the people upstairs, keep them comfortable, and uh, make something for, for Brandon here. Um, so Albert, uh, yeah, Albert goes and he actually just takes uh, takes the tranquilizers and puts them in his coat pocket. Okay. Um, okay. Um, as we're heading to the kitchen, I'll grab the iPad up, but my my thinking is... You know, how fast can I bang out something for food to kind of take up to those guys, to keep them feeling, you know, like hospitality is, is in order? Uh, do you grab the uh, grab antidotes, the, too? The antidotes okay. too? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming they have some, like some sort of topper on the syringe just because yeah, it seems yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you pocket those and you grab the iPad and you wander through the kitchen. I'm turning the iPad on and as we're walking towards the kitchen, I hit the uh, radio. Ranger Snipes, Ranger Graham, uh, are you guys uh, still within radio range? Over. And then I hit the uh, the home screen on the iPad to see what the alert was. You hit the home screen button, and you see a couple of notifications. The last one says, 
please respond. Okay. I'll uh, swipe open as we're walking into the kitchen. You swipe over as you open up the fridge. You, there is some, like, like an off-brand Lunchables in, in the stacked up in the fridge. Okay. Uh, just some really cheap, easy things that they kind of kept around for quick snacks and stuff. Maybe some, like, tuna fish and stuff like that. Some ramen cups. Yeah. And as you as you take a peek in the fridge, you see all that stuff, and you scroll over. The last email before that was, Identity is 100% match. Please respond. What? All right, I blink for a second, close the iPad, set it on the counter, pull out the Lunchables, set it on the counter, slide it over to Brandon, say... But I'm going to be right back with you. I need to take something upstairs for uh, everybody. Uh, Albert, could you come here for a second? He kind of, yeah, comes over. iPad says it's a match. 100%. This kid is the kid. I don't want to think about it right now. I got... I need those darts. While he's making like a small sandwich with these things, mm-hmm. you see him reach up and he's still scratching the back of his neck a little bit. And then you hear the radio chime in. You hear the voice of a woman. And she's like, This is Ranger Graham. Come in. Ranger Graham, this is Agent Klein. Arthur, uh, what's going on? Over. Uh, Brandon's taking notice and he looks up at you. Because it sounds like a frantic woman. She chimes back in. We'll be ready for you. Um, Snipes is not with you then. Over. Silence. Alright, we'll be, we'll be waiting for you. Over. Um, then I would set the, uh, the walkie down hard on the, uh, on the counter. And, uh... As you were doing that, Albert actually would have kind of, like, rushed out to the, uh, to the main area again and, and looked out the window. He's trying to make sure there's nothing, like, waiting at the, you know, anything out in the front. Sure. Uh, roll search. Okay. Okay. Uh, 44 under 50. Nice. Critical success. Ooh, I didn't think about that. You see what look like the headlights of something approaching in the distance. You can see it kind of moving at the top of the trees. So it's fuck. Um, fuck. While he is out front, I will send a quick response on the iPad. Um, basically, how do you want me to proceed? Email goes off. And then Brandon brings you the, the empty container of the Lunchable. And he's still kind of like reaching up, scratching the back of his neck. He's like, How's your neck feeling, Brandon? I take it in a kind of like a drop in the trash can form. He's like, well, I'm, I'm not scratching it. I'm just using my fingers. And he's like, kind of like using his fingers to kind of rub at the skin. It still looks raw. It looks way less bloody. Okay. Um, and in that moment, Albert, as you're looking outside, you do see eventually this truck just like a bat out of hell just comes out from the the trail road and heads straight for the trailhead station and just peels out like in the front there you see a woman get out she's like got a pistol at, at her side so he's he's looking around making sure there's nothing like nothing coming up on her um, yeah so like he's just with, with your critical success there's nothing nothing there so uh he sees that she does have a gun so he's basically like she might be you know <laughs> kind of goes to the door um pulls the 
I imagine like what you do is like maybe just like prop a cot up against the you know like under the I don't know something under the door to try to like block the handle from being opened. Yeah. Uh, and so he you know starts pulling that stuff out and then uh, he kind of waits. He's listening to hear when she's like her footsteps get to the actual steps. Okay. Uh, and then he's gonna unlock the door. Unlock the door. Open it. Yeah. She just rushes right in, and she immediately like raises the gun to you. And she's like, you guys know something that's happening here that you're not telling us. Um, he's kind of looking at her hands. Does she seem like she is a confident, uh, or is she just, is she not? With your alertness, she looks very shaky. Okay. Does she seem like she has a lot of experience with a gun? Is she holding it in a, I mean, he doesn't know guns very well, but does she? She looks like she's holding it correctly. Okay. So she does know how to use a gun at least. Okay. So he kind of like, uh, starts back from that. That wasn't what he was expecting. Um, reaches in his pocket, pulls out two trinos. <laughs> she she like notices. Do I hear this? Yeah, no, he doesn't do that. Um, uh, sure. Yeah, you hear like the feet. You hear her voice. All right. I uh. And she notices the bodies of Doug and Bo on cots nearby. She's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I, I tap the uh, counter next to Brandon. Brandon, I'm gonna go out there real fast. I hope you. Uh, I'll be. I'll be right there if you need me. Um, and I, I step through the uh, the kitchen doors and see this going on. Ranger Graham, what what's going on? And she looks at you, and she kind of like moves the gun over to you. She's like, "What are you guys not telling us?" All right, when first off, does- ma'am, I'm a federal agent. You lower that weapon immediately. Second off, why would you think I know anything about what's going on? They got snipes. They got snipes. It's it's. I- we're, we've experienced casualties all over the place tonight, ma'am. We need to work together. This is not something that's going to be helped by us pointing weapons at each other. What about Bo here? What about Kina? Did you see the truck outside? Yeah, what? There was a, a, a vehicle accident. Bo is in pretty critical shape right now. He's got a broken leg. Kina, I don't know what happened. You guys know more about that than I do as far as... What did you experience? There was... These things, I, we thought it, we thought it was a bear or like maybe some kind of big elk or something. And I'm nodding like very emphatically as she's as she's talking. But but then it got closer and it looked like some kind of crazy like person. Something not like a bear. We thought the same thing. It came out of the woods and it hit the truck. While this is going on, Albert. What's your, sorry, what's your persuade? My persuade is seventy four. So while you're talking to her, she does slowly lower the gun. Okay. Um. Yeah, Albert was basically, he, you know, the gun he'd put in his jacket pocket. He uh, kind of, while she was looking at uh, Arthur, he put his hand on the on the gun and he pointed it basically through his jacket at her as he's kind of standing there. Um, I would say that he might, but you don't have a very high alertness, do you? Me? No, yeah. I've got a okay. 22. Yeah, so the, basically he's doing that and he's basically ready to shoot her if she doesn't, you know, calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seeing that she is lowering the gun... He kind of like you know lets off a little bit. Graham, I I am happy to see you here. We need a, another capable hand. I, I, look, we've got two casualties at the moment. Carol back there as well. Um, but most of the functional people that are able to do anything in this situation, I got uh, four other backpackers upstairs, and they are getting incredibly agitated about what's going on. I don't know what to tell them. Right as you say that. Albert, you hear something like the creaking of the steps. You look over and you see those three backpackers. They've got Aaron Richardson and they've got a gun to his head. 
And they're like, we're leaving. We're leaving right now, okay? Just just let us go and we'll be on our way. You won't have to worry about us. We're, we're gone. And until next time, oh, this is Everything's a Mimic. Oh. That was good. You son of a bitch. So, you son of a bitch. Albert's calculus is that... batteries and bulbs what, uh, we're at. what do you got six d batteries in there that's <laughs> uh, four, four double a's sorry i just had a really hard time getting that out the well, last time he got driven by the car who Bo. Bo. Bo got driven by the yeah. car yeah Oh, because it was on yep. time. Yeah. In Soviet Russia, car drives you. You yeah. mean Soviet California? Hey. <laughs> you uh, you put like a couple rocks, a couple of small rocks on Arthur's hand, and then you start holding his hand like uh, the like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, and you like watch uh, you watch the, the tiny the, variations. Yeah, uh, watch it fall off to the side, but you have to like turn his hand a little. Bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's chaos theory. That's, a, that's chaos theory. Let go of my hand, Albert. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> and now you were in the car by yourself, uh, talking to yourself. <laughs> Shinbone. When that guy jumps off the uh, the main ocean liner in Deep Rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Or uh, Totally Awesome, where, uh, where the chick was dancing and she breaks her leg, and they're like, oh, let's rewind it. And they kept going back to look <laughs> yeah. at the bone breaking. No. No. <laughs> And then they'd throw like a pack of ice. So like <laughs> they just toss a pack of ice on her <laughs> broken leg. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Why is an eighty six bad? Wouldn't it be an eighty eight? Uh, eighty six. So like sixty nine is the best possible because it's sixty nine or in eighty six. Like getting kicked, getting eighty sixth. Oh, you guys with your numbers, numerology yeah. over here. Any other questions? How far away is the moon? <laughs> the shot just goes like. And uh, I'll have a cooler noise for it in post. <laughs> but, pew, pew, pew. pew.